Volume Two, Part Two, Chapter Nine, of the Ingenious Gentleman Don Quixote of La Mancha, by Miguel de Cervantes Saavedra, translated by John Ormsby, eighteen twenty nine to eighteen ninety five. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine. Volume Two, Part Two, Chapter Nine, wherein is related what will be seen there. "'Twas at the very midnight hour, more or less, when Don Quixote and Sancho quitted the wood and entered El Toboso. The town was in deep silence, for all the inhabitants were asleep and stretched on the broad of their backs, as the saying is. The night was darkish, though Sancho would have been glad had it been quite dark, so as to find in the darkness an excuse for his blundering. All over the place nothing was to be heard except the barking of dogs which deafened the ears of don quixote and troubled the heart of sancho now and then an ass brayed pigs grunted cats mewed and the various noises they made seemed louder in the silence of the night all which the enamoured knight took to be of evil omen nevertheless he said to sancho sancho my son lead on to the palace of dulcinea it may be that we shall find her awake body of the sun what palace am i to lead to said sancho when what i saw her highness in was only a very little house most likely she had then withdrawn into some small apartment of her palace said don quixote to amuse herself with damsels as great ladies and princesses are accustomed to do senor said sancho if your worship will have it in spite of me that the house of my lady dulcinea is a palace is this an hour think you to find the door open and will it be right for us to go knocking till they hear us and open the door making a disturbance and confusion all through the household are we going do you fancy to the house of our wenches like gallants who come and knock and go in at any hour however late it may be let us first of all find out the palace for certain replied don quixote and then i will tell thee sancho what we had best do but look sancho for either i see badly or that dark mass that one sees from here should be dulcinea's palace then let your worship lead the way said sancho perhaps it may be so though i see it with my eyes and touch it with my hands i'll believe it as much as i believe it is daylight now don quixote took the lead and having gone a matter of two hundred paces he came upon the mass that produced the shade and found it was a great tower and then he perceived that the building in question was no palace but the chief church of the town and said he it's the church we have lit upon sancho so i see said sancho and god grant we may not light upon our graves it is no good thing to find oneself wandering in a graveyard at this time of night and that after my telling your worship if i don't mistake that the house of this lady will be in an alley without an outlet the curse of god on thee for a blockhead said don quixote where hast thou ever heard of castles and royal palaces being built in alleys without an outlet senor replied sancho every country has a way of its own perhaps here in el toboso it is a way to build palaces and grand buildings in alleys so i entreat your worship to let me search about among these streets or alleys before me and perhaps in some corner or other i may stumble on this palace and i wish i saw the dogs eating it for leading us such a dance speak respectfully of what belongs to my lady sancho said don quixote let us keep the feast in peace and not throw the rope after the bucket i hold my tongue said sancho but how am i to take it patiently when your worship wants me with only once seeing the house of our mistress to know it always and to find it in the middle of the night 
when your worship can't find it who must have seen it thousands of times thou wilt drive me to desperation sancho said don quixote look here heretic have i not told thee a thousand times that i have never once in my life seen the peerless dulcinea or crossed the threshold of her palace and that i am enamoured solely by hearsay and by the great reputation she bears for beauty and discretion i hear it now returned sancho and i may tell you that if you have not seen her no more have i that cannot be said don quixote for at any rate thou saidst on bringing back the answer to the letter i sent by thee that thou sawest her sifting wheat don't mind that senor said sancho i must tell you that my seeing her and the answer i brought you back were by hearsay too for i can no more tell who the lady dulcinea is than i can hit the sky sancho sancho said don quixote there are times for jests and times when jests are out of place if i tell thee that i have neither seen nor spoken to the lady of my heart it is no reason why thou shouldst say thou hast not spoken to her or seen her when the contrary is the case as thou well knowest while the two were engaged in this conversation they perceived some one with a pair of mules approaching the spot where they stood and from the noise the plough made as it dragged along the ground they guessed him to be some labourer who had got up before daybreak to go to his work and so it proved to be he came along singing the ballad that says ill did ye fare ye men of france and roncesvalles chase may i die sancho said don quixote when he heard him if any good will come to us to-night dost thou not hear what that clown is singing i do said sancho but what has roncesvalles chase to do with what we have in hand he might just as well be singing the ballad of calainus for any good or ill that can come to us in our business by this time the labourer had come up and don quixote asked him can you tell me worthy friend and god speed you whereabouts here is the palace of the peerless princess doña dulcinea del toboso senor replied the lad i am a stranger and i have been only a few days in the town doing farm work for a rich farmer in that house opposite there lived the curate of the village and the sacristan and both or either of them will be able to give your worship some account of this lady princess for they have a list of all the people of el toboso though it is my belief there is not a princess living in the whole of it many ladies there are of quality and in her own house each of them may be a princess well then she i am inquiring for will be one of these my friend said don quixote maybe so replied the lad god be with you for here comes the daylight and without waiting for any more of his questions he whipped on his mules sancho seeing his master downcast and somewhat dissatisfied said to him senor daylight will be here before long and it will not do for us to let the sun find us in the street it will be better for us to quit the city and for your worship to hide in some forest in the neighbourhood and i will come back in the daytime and i won't leave a nook or corner of the whole village that i won't search for the house castle or palace of my lady and it will be hard luck for me if i don't find it and as soon as i have found it i will speak to your grace and tell her where and how your worship is waiting for her to arrange some plan for you to see her without any damage to her honour and reputation sancho said don quixote thou hast delivered a thousand sentences condensed in the compass of a few words i thank thee for the advice thou hast given me and take it most gladly come my son let us go look for some place where i may hide while thou dost return as thou sayest to seek and speak with my lady from whose discretion and courtesy i look for favours more than miraculous 
sancho was in a fever to get his master out of the town lest he should discover the falsehood of the reply he had brought to him in the sierra morena on behalf of dulcinea so he hastened their departure which they took at once and two miles out of the village they found a forest or thicket wherein don quixote ensconced himself while sancho returned to the city to speak to dulcinea in which embassy things befell him which demand fresh attention and a new chapter End of Volume 2, Part 2, Chapter 9 Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine